Welcome to Space to Grow, brought to you by Kachune Lube Kitchens Ireland. In this podcast, we explore how the spaces we inhabit shape us as individuals. I'm Natasha Rocca Devine. And I'm Lisa Cannon. And of course, today we are very, very blessed because in this episode of the Entertainment Series, we are thrilled to have my friend and Irish radio broadcaster, Sean Monsanje, joining us here in the Devon. All lit beautifully for you, Sean, uh, to share, of course, his experiences with the spaces he's inhabited throughout his life and career from the juice on FM 104 which you'll all love to actually his new full home renovation. So if you don't mind um, I'd love to kick it off with your home renovation. Just go for it you know what I mean? Let's just yeah let's do it. So tell us like how this all happened what was your plan for renovation because it's a tricky process as you probably know now. It is a tricky process but I think everybody knows house prices are absolutely crazy so we were living in uh, City West in an apartment and we fortunately bought at the top of the market so we were there for 13 years long story short but we eventually got to a point where we could move and this time we were going to move to a place that we knew people (laughs) first of all because we moved to City West we didn't know anybody so we didn't uh, didn't have family around or anything we wanted a place where we knew people we wanted space to grow because we wanted so because our See See what I did there? See what I did? (laughs) But literally, we did because the only way for us to move to an area that that like would have a good school that would have we wanted the seaside, wanted wanted all these boxes ticked, was to buy a small house that had a bit of land, as like a garden reasonable enough that we could do an extension in the future because we didn't have enough money to do the extension straight away. So we found a place um, um, by the sea, right beside Dunleary. And uh, it was perfect. It was an old council estate. It was built in the 1930s, the house, but it was a corner house. So it was about 65 square metres. And uh, we said, just, you know, when you walk into a house and you just get that feeling? Of yeah. home. You just, you just, knew. It ju- yeah, you just you knew. knew. And yeah. we kind of, we put our stamp in, like we painted the kitchen. We kind of put new handles on things just to make it a little bit nice for the, t- for the time we're going to live in it. We didn't plan to do the job for a long time because obviously we had to save up again. But then COVID came along oh. and we we're sitting around kind of going, well, will we like, well, we're at home, will we start like thinking about what we would do? and then we hired an architect and started doing planning and it just suddenly spiralled we got a dog during Covid like a lot of people did so we needed space to grow again we needed more room so um, the titles work very well today very well, well, like, yeah. well uh, so yes yeah, so d- we, we did do the start the job then uh, January March sorry 2022 and finished it well moved in November 2022 we were very eager to move in uh, we were taking up space in my parents' apartment down the road. So uh, for them and for us, we said, okay, let's just move in. It's almost ready now. There's a couple more months and it was finished and it was the best thing we ever did. And how do you feel now, like when it's all finished? Are you really like? Is it just a home when you walk in every day? After it your feels. Day? It, the owner feels like it because everybody says it's going to be stressful. It's going to be emotional. Yeah, it's going to be yeah. a lot, and it you is a lot. Oh, yeah. You know, Whoa. Lisa. Yeah, exactly. It's yeah. a lot, but it's so worth it because every time I walk into the house now. I kind of go, oh my God, I'm so glad I, I really thought about that wallpaper or I'm so glad yeah, I actually didn't time. impulse buy that sofa I saw. Because I think what I've done this time by having the apartment we had in City West, I know the mistakes. Like we were That's lucky enough to have bought before. I know the mistakes. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I feel like I've learned that actually buying just a coffee table that you love because you see it in a shop. Oh my God. And you bring it home and you realise... Oh, it doesn't actually work with my Especially the colour of the yeah. child. Like you have a child, and then you have a dog. Yes. Like you have to think of like the, whoever's in the house as well, 100%. which people don't realise. Yeah, exactly, it affects 
you know, having ch- children or pets really affect the space, as it, you know yourself. It really does because yeah. you're, you're right because the stuff I would have bought before then just gets ruined, obviously, when you have a toddler or whatever. I have it, one. I yeah. know. You see? She does. I have a two-year-old yeah. and yeah. two dogs. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, wow. so, yes, yeah. I'm, I'm all I over I didn't know you had two yeah. dogs. <laughs> Mon- Monty and Millie. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, Monty and Millie. Um, yeah, so but our daughter Simone's now eight, so it's uh, so it's grand. Yeah. So I knew now I can kind of buy a few nice things. Yeah, Do you know what I mean? Like as in age, yeah. eight. So like I could actually buy the linen sofa yeah. or the you yeah. know the, yeah. the bits that actually she knows she's not going to get a marker and start drawing yeah, all over them. But them. you've been so, you know, good allowing us public and normal Vormans in to see the whole um, change, as we would say, in terms of like the restoration, but also the build and then all the beautiful interiors that you did as well. Sean and I know each other 100 years, of course, but the fact that you allowed everybody in, I thought that was very brave. Like, did you get a lot of good responses from people? Because people love a renovation, don't they? And they yes. love a build, yeah. Do you know what? Because obviously I do my radio, do my TV, TV bits or whatever, people know enough about me already. So I'm not overly worried about that side. And also I learned so much from other people before. So I, so I was obsessed with the whole, you have to, I think if you want, if you want to turn around to the end of it and go, I am almost 100% happy with everything in this house, you have to really be obsessed because when they're building, they're turning around to you and they're saying, so where do you want this light switch? Where do you yeah, want this? Tech, what are yeah. you doing with this? What type? And you're just going, oh my God, I don't know. So you have to be researching building materials, researching what, you have to have a scheme for every room and I did. So you have, I'm going to bed at night and I was thinking, oh God, what am I going to do for that room? Because they're going to put this and even on changing walls because we, we had an architect who did the plans and then during the build, he was kind of in the background because we said, let's spend the money. Let's, I'll project manage the whole thing myself. Which so I was so visiting hard. the site. People don't understand project management is a massive job. Oh. You know that. Well, I kind of project managed myself, but it was a disaster. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't recommend that. No, no. I'd go in Natasha's yeah. lead or your lead any day. Well, yeah. you have to be, I think you have to be ready to take, for it to take, pretty much take over your life if you're say, going it's to a do job. it. It's, it's a, a job. job. There's it's a reason why part, you realise why people job. get paid, yeah. Natasha. Don't, like, yeah. as in, people but get paid a lot of money fees. to do it for a reason. Well, there's two fees in design which people are not aware of. And well, I think it's, so there's an interior design fee which gets the concept going and introductions to brands, etc. And then there's a project management fee. And people are like, why am I paying that, Natasha? I'm like, trust me, if you are getting deliveries, dealing with tradespeople, managing mm. schedules, like, it, yes, you know what I mean? And, and also technical advice. So that's a totally different system. And you need to be on site all the time. So mm. people don't realise that you pay for two fees, but it's so worth it yeah. because otherwise you have to stop your job or if you have any other kind of busyness in your life with family or anything you, you can't work it's like so it's, true yeah, people and do don't you know, realise that and if I didn't have the time I really thought about hiring people for this because yeah. obviously it's a big deal as I say this is in our heads this was kind of like and hopefully maybe is our forever home so yeah. this was like the one so it was like okay let's get it right so I really did think about hiring someone and pe- people said maybe you should and I just waited up and I said I really know what I want, if you know, well, for a lot of, then, and yeah. it's not, and that's not always the case. I don't think, I think I, cause I've done a bit of styling in the past. Cause I kind right. of like yeah. what I like, yeah. do you know what I mean? So I kind of went, well, would I be able to do it? And actually I think I wanted to challenge myself and go, would I be able to do yeah, it? Do you know, great. as in, would I actually to so put it off? Uh, I'm, I, anyway, it's, done now and you're in we're in yeah and we're loving it we're absolutely loving it now I did a bit of preparation last night Natasha be very proud of me I watched Kevin McLeod of course Grand Designs in preparation for you coming in 
because I knew you'd done a build as well. I was like, I need to get into the mindset of people doing a build. Um, and there was this uh, couple who, very similar to yourself and your and your husband, Chris, who had taken on this project that maybe they'd bitten off a little bit more than they could chew, but they wanted to get in and make it really special. And of course, I don't want to know your budget. Of course, everyone will want to know want your to budget. Know and be nosy. But did you go, this is the big question, because I'm always like, okay, it looks amazing, but how much did they spend? How much over budget did you go? Roughly, not you don't have to tell us figures, but was it was it a set amount you went, okay, we're never going over that. And then all of a sudden you're like, oh my God, yeah, here we go. Yeah. yeah. Well, houses are, how long is a piece of string? You can spend anything on anything. Absolutely. So I think from the start, I had my main items and I also had Chris, my other half, to reel me in. So for everything, I'd go out and walk the floors of every showroom because that's the hard bit because that takes time and present for tiles. Here's three options for a bath. Here's three options. And then, and actually that was quite good because I'd be in my own head and I get carried away as I said earlier that I go, oh, I love this one. And he'd say, but is that going to go with, you were talking about purple tiles yesterday. You know what I mean? Is that going to go with that? Hard, but yeah. expense- he likes style, by the way. Look what I he's wearing. Tell. Look at his yeah. Gucci stuff. shirt. Stuff. <laughs> yeah. She's broke. He needs to broke. be real <laughs> Chris. Well done. Well done. <laughs> but it is, it is uh, expensive. What I did at the start and I advise anybody to do is list, write a list of your most important things like what actually is worth a spend to mm, you that's because lovely. that's a really good tip for, yeah, yeah for me I thought the island I wanted a nice quartz worktop I've never had that oh. I've never had an island I want a nice quartz worktop little waterfall and I, I will well if we have the budget I will spend the extra on that I wanted a nice light above it as well so I bought a brass fitting um, I don't know whether I'd say brands here so I bought a brass fitting that's a long linear light that was gorgeous Beautiful. I spent a bit on that um, I got a nice sink for our bathroom I got a marble sink for our ensuite Ooh. that was big and I got a freestanding bath they were the kind of love, they were the things love, because yeah. when, when the you walk things. into those rooms so, so you walk in the front door of our house you see that light feature you see the end of the waterfall island and there's glass through to the sitting room so we got nice sofas as well but they were like there was and sometimes obviously we went down to the the two tiers below the absolute favorite but it still was a splurge for us Do you yeah, know that kind yeah. of way it wasn't mm-hmm. the okay that's the cheapest option which sometimes you have to do so how over budget then are we talking a couple of tens of thousands I don't think, yeah if you're talking about fixing, like the finishing t- touches, like we went a little bit over on our sofa, definitely. But we had a budget built in for everything and we tried to stick to that for our bath. Yeah, we probably went slightly over for bath- bathrooms. Bathrooms are hard. Everyone's going to hate on me in this podcast. Leave him alone. Leave him alone. No, but you because d- he's my friend, you see, I can yeah, push can the envelope But you do, but I did. I really <laughs> went out and sometimes I would buy, like, by wa- as well, by going out and take, taking the time to walk the floors of every showroom, interior shop, whatever, I bought a lot of things that were display. I went, oh no, I really, really want that particular thing. And I would say to people in shops, is there any chance you'd give me the one? Like, they'd be like, oh, it takes three months to order it in. For a lot of these things you find, it takes yeah, three it takes months so to get anything, right? Yeah, so absolutely. I'd say, oh goodness, um, are you like, do you need that display? Like, would you sell me that? Any chance you give me a discount on that? You're a great I'm project manager. You, the amount of times, <laughs> the amount of times they went, um, okay, we'll do maybe 30%. One time I got I got a coffee table once and I got 70% off it. It was on sale already and then, but that was a th- anyway, talk You're about a great it. negotiator. But you right? have to, yeah, if you, you have really to, yeah, want, if you something. like are going, I want this, this home, to look yeah. this way and I can't afford it. You just have to tr- do whatever way you can. And that's one way, definitely. I'm telling you, even fridge freezers. I was like, they said it would take ages to order in my freezer. And I said, would you sell me the display when they said, actually, we're getting in the new range in two months. So yeah, we will. I'm going to give you... T- 
which is a weird. I know and it sounds really a little cheap, bit sc- but like they're that a little was, bit scuffed. But who cares? Like small. Sometimes they are. Well, it was but an integrated freezer. Oh, You're never going to see the outside of it. Yeah. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like it was. It looks no, exact but I'm same. saying it doesn't matter because like they're tiny things, and as you said, it's if you want it on schedule. Because I think that's another thing people don't realize: it's the delivery times. Yes, oh, massive issue projects. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and just out of interest, do you have an, a, a trend or like a theme that you kind of went for? Like, what would you say your style is for the house? You'd probably if you went into my house, you'd probably say is Sean obsessed with green because <laughs> there's a lot of green but it's, it's subtle but it's that you will see green so in every room like that was, because what we did was times. I do love nature and we were lucky that we had a very mature garden so on the outskirt boundary it's like our shape was a, is a triangle garden right oh, so we had, that's why the architect was brilliant and we came up with this brilliant design for it that worked but we're looking out we've got kind of a three metre high I think it's four metres wide, so it's a slider out to the garden, right? So we're looking out onto this green Gorgeous. and it's wrap around. We've got a window seat that again is floor to ceiling glass on the other side, and then it's a bifold Sorry. from the kitchen. So all the way around in that open flat area, you can see the garden and there's trees. And like, so it's not a, now it's not a big garden because we use most of it, but you can still, this tree, all that mature shrubbery you're looking at, and it's quite tall and it's gorgeous. So I kind of went, I want, it's really cliched and I don't know say but I wanted to bring that outside in so in the bedroom <laughs> no, but it's I have, actually yeah. really good for your mental health and you're so busy with all of your work like radio everything you know it's nice to have that kind of balance at home it's yes. really good I, people don't realise elements and things are like scientifically proven to you know to help your mental health particularly yeah. in our Irish weather so and it does it's yeah, so relaxing it in, the, light, in, in our bedroom light. the wallpaper behind our bed is like and it's something I never again I was trying to be braver this time because as I said we did, did had a, an apartment before, and we were very simple, white beige, walls, white, beige, yeah. mm-hmm. everything that will work in the fu- future. But it, like, it's kind of boring. So I wanted it to have a bit of a character. So yeah, wallpaper with like a kind of dark, dark and moody landscape, and it's all like it's a it's a color called railings on the wall, which is like a black blue um, in the bedroom, and that's in the the main sitting room front of the house downstairs as well and I thought I was being really brave doing it but it worked out and I don't think it's that brave anymore I think everybody paints their rooms black but uh, yeah it is brave I think a lot of people do is it? yeah it is really brave I didn't go as far as to do the ceiling some people do the ceiling as well which can be cool but I went no it's too much for me Mm. Well, you, you, I mean, you've so much going on as Natasha says, and you know, I'm here because we, of course, know each other through expose and I was very lucky to be at your lovely wedding to Chris. You, you know, you've, you've had a lot going on over the last couple of years, but essentially radio being your staple, that's your home where of course you've thrived and met so many people over the years. Are you still enjoying radio all these years on? I love it. I had to absolutely love it. I didn't like, I realized about six months ago it was doing the juice over 10 years 10 years really? of doing it, which is unbelievable I couldn't believe it I was going oh my god um, but I absolutely love it because the reason why I love it you know in this job every week is different like even me sitting here is, I, I'm just I'm, I'm not I, know, I don't think I was ever going to be a desk 9 to 5 person because I love meeting people I love being out and about I love every day being different um, so yeah I still absolutely love it um, we have amazing contributors that make it an amazing uh, producer editor so I'm lucky. I'm really lucky because it's media. So I the ten years thing when I thought about it, I went, "Wow, Jesus, they haven't fired me yet." Do you know what I mean? Like, as in, I must be doing something right. But you're always, you know, always on the ball. You know all your movies because we're movie movie buffs ourselves. But you know, you've met so many people as have I, and because obviously we worked on Expose as well. There's so many that have overlapped. I mean, I have to ask you the question because everyone asks me, "Who have you loved over the last couple of years?" I love looking at your videos as well. I love the one with Brad Pitt. But anyway, I'm not yes. putting words in your mouth. Who have you enjoyed? Well, interview? Brad was amazing last year. There's Brad. There's people actually, the Brad Pitts, those people who 
are kind of legendary Hollywood characters like Brad Pitt or Leonardo DiCaprio. I thought those people are as fascinating as you'd imagine because you, they definitely had, when I walked in to sit down into the room, they had that charisma, energy, yeah. that you energy. Yeah, you you yeah. are kind of going, oh my God, I'm in the presence of a movie star. And it's not just because you know them from the telly it's and the movies feeling, because yeah. we interview people all the time. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a, a space. They have a sure. charisma that, yeah, yeah. it's, it's, it's space, weird, yeah. but they I really totally do. Like and they're very uh, likable. But my favourite, I think still, is Meryl Streep. I love Meryl Because I love she's, she's Meryl Streep. Is she? she? Yeah. Well, she's amazing. She's, and real. she's actually one of those people that you'd be happy to meet because she's great crack. I was the last interview of the day. It was for one of the Mamma Mia films. And she came out with me after the interview. Because usually they'd stay in and like their people would come in. When she actually, not she wasn't going leaving the room with me, but she was followed after me. And her friend was outside. It was in Claridge's, I'm sure. And uh, they had set up photo booths in the hallway from, so they had feather boas outside. Oh, you get yeah, dressed props. up and do for Mamma Mia for all the journalists. So I go, to, I'll get a quick photo in the photo booth before I go after I get my bag. And I go back to the photo booth because the day's wrapping up, obviously, on the last interview. And <laughs> legs sticking out of the photo booth. <laughs> and herself and the Bezzy are in there, like, <laughs> posing away, having the absolute crack. I was going, do you know what, Meryl Streep, you're a legend. You actually yeah, I are. Yeah, she's amazing. I've heard that. She really not- I- I've interviewed her but for the Iron Lady, so I definitely didn't get that response. Oh, but yes, it was yes, a, yeah, a yeah. wowee moment when I met her on a red carpet and then in junket but she's phenomenal and I know like like me you love those big movie stars that moment to meet them yeah. you know they are as and you only have five minutes or four or three depending on the day four and you're minutes like, with them but it's crazy it's brilliant but it's fab. and and who has been your worst oh no pressure everybody always <laughs> wants to know that we one. do <laughs> we want that juicy <laughs> gossip <laughs> you do have bad interviews it is true but I think my worst ever um, and I think I still have a shudder when I think about it was Jonah Hill who I think has changed since and I think maybe it was a little bit my fault a lot is a little bit mine in that it was my first ever interview so I was a bit green a bit naive so I went in it was himself and Michael Cera it was for Super Bad, so it was his first mo- oh, movie yeah. first big movie definitely and uh he was just very strange. I think I, I think he he was just having a day where he wasn't having any of it and he just would start saying random things as I was asking a question or as an answer and it didn't make any sense. And you know when you're totally... So it's always my first interview ever. So, so I was so yeah, nervous in the first place and then I was going, oh, what do I say to this? But luckily, Michael Cera was an absolute dream and every time... Jonah would say something that maybe it was like a one word kind of uh, 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 say like he do like a Beavis and Butt headline or something maybe um, Michael Cera would come in with the proper answer and okay, he kind of so knew what was good. going on as in he so in terms of me being terribly Aww, nervous and him, so I walked out of that going oh my god I'm not going to have a career in this business I'm obviously terrible at this but uh, it was literally just in my opinion it was literally just but he has changed I believe I'm not putting a shade on <laughs> Jonah Hill he's an amazing actor uh, don't come at me if you're a Jonah Hill fan but that was that was my experience yeah yeah that could be the case that could be the case guys I've had loads of stories over the years um, which I will tell and divulge mm. in the podcast at another stage but it's difficult because you've got to disarm big major movie yeah. stars and, and they're tired easy, and busy you know, yeah, yeah. So, yeah they don't want to listen to you really or me they want to just get over with the publicity get it finished with and move on but they've got to do it so they've got to give you something exactly and I think I think he was genuinely just new I imagine imagine he realised after talking to his agent PR people and whatever that Everybody loses in that scenario. I don't have a good interview, so I'm not going to air much of it. He's kind of walking walking away, not getting the publicity for himself out of it. So, And he's, he was starting off. Do you know what I mean now? Didn't do him any harm. But, but, but uh, I, I think he did change, though. I think I imagine one day somebody sat down and went, you really, if you're, 
don't bother doing the interview if you're not doing the interview. Yeah, wasting everyone's time. Yeah. And as you said, it's okay to have a bad day. Like, we're all human and it's just kind of, but it's just being a bit, not being disrespectful. Just keeping the respect there. You can be quiet and have a time out, but you don't have to be just like throwing out beavers and bullpens. And it's probably a learning curve. Do you know, like as you say, it was his first film. Yeah, absolutely. Because the the big, I find the really famous people are the nicest. And then the people who are starting off can be lovely, but can also not be lovely. And I think that's the learning curve in Hollywood. I think they realize, they kind of, oh my God, I've got a movie, I'm amazing. And then they realize, oh, people have to like me to stay popular. Yeah, a, and then they start actually... Breaking. I lived in LA, so I met loads of people and like that, like the the biggest names. Like I met Barbara Streisand, I worked with her oh, charity yeah. for her art foundation on an event and she was so cool. And then I met people who are kind of just starting out on TV shows and then like slamming doors in my face and everything at the event. And Barbara like shook my hand. I was like, the beautiful hands of Barbara Streisand. <laughs> I was like, I'm never washing them. Obviously I did. You know, like she was amazing and so, like just polite. Like yes. not overly friendly, like as you would expect, but so, so graceful. And nice she was so lovely me. and she was like thank you so much and she's like I like your accent she said something like sweet and then but I remember all the kind of some of the guests who were kind of upcoming actresses were so rude and I was like it's just not necessary yeah. I'm yeah. friendly and help. I'm here to help you and stuff but as you say like they, you live and learn so exactly. and I think kindness because you did have a few didn't you they weren't so nice you know we don't have to name them here but yeah. there was a few that were a bit rude even on exposure days you know you'd come into the office and you were like I know. <laughs> well, you don't know. That's the game, isn't it? You don't know what you're going to get. Because I suppose you're going in to interview strangers, as in we don't know them. We've seen them on TV, or maybe they're a singer, or maybe they're whatever, and we've an imagined idea of Often, who yeah, they are. Exactly. So it's- but they do look exactly the same. Because people say to me, you know, Brad Pitt, I mean, name a few of the biggies, just so we can do a quick list. Too. God, um, some of the big people I've interviewed, uh, Al Pacino, or um, Steven Spielberg, or... I feel like I'm named. This has been no, weird. Do it, do it, do it. Do it. <laughs> Jennifer Lopez. I loved Jennifer Lopez. That's go one of my on. Favorite. You see, because people will go, well, she, she looked, does she really look that good in real life? And she looks say, amazing. Yeah. yeah, she looks amazing. And this was in the days where, so when radio was just, because now obviously we're in an online world, so all the interviews I do are on camera. So it means that I find with on camera with a, an interviewee, there's this kind of slightly invisible barrier between you. Whereas with radio back in the day, you'd literally brought into a hotel room, there'd be a sofa, and Jennifer Lopez would be sitting on the sofa, and they'd be like, okay, we'll be back in it's eight minutes. And it was more, real, it's more yeah. well, and people, but the talent don't like people the JLos they actually put their guard down when there's no cameras yeah, as in so course. you actually I, fe- I find that Better back then you actually yeah. got more yeah. without the camera because people just for some reason are like oh this is grand I can, I can slouch I can it's be whatever nature. exactly yeah, when you're relaxed you but it was, it was so funny so. I need to straighten up a bit <laughs> <laughs> right in front of my face you look great oh, but I said she, JLo was amazing and lived up to my diva expectations because at one point I said to JLo JLo do you remember that plunging green Versace dress you wore at the yeah, end of the yeah. awards it's iconic. And Vogue put it, I think, as number two most iconic dress of all time, right? So I say to J-Lo, J-Lo, your dress, I mean, was the second most iconic dress of all time. How did that feel? And there was one person in the room in a dark corner that I'd forgotten about. And he came out of the corner and went, excuse me, so I have to stop the interview. That was the most iconic dress of all time. And I really don't think it was to this, this day because I'd read on my research. And then J-Lo, she's brilliant. She was like, mm-hmm. Yeah, I think, I think maybe it was the most iconic dress of all time. I was kind of gone. How did it feel to have the most iconic dress of all time? Uh-huh. Jayla just rewrote history right in front of me. And do you know what? I was kind of gone, living up to your diva credentials. Yeah. You're dead right. I love it. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> now, you know, we're nearly out of time, know, Natasha. We'll Can you believe? Let's do our fire yes. round. We have a little quick fire round for you, okay? Oh, and um, now it's one word answer, Sean, because some people have been not really going off, off script here. I have we? too. <laughs> <laughs> We've had people like Deirdre Kane talked for hours on each one. <laughs> I, 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 I joined her. I was partly me. I'll do my best. Natasha Kick off. 
So what's a lesson you wish you'd learned earlier on in your career? Ooh, um, to know when to walk out as in. So I've done interviews since the Jonah Hill interview. And somebody told me about a friend of mine, Serena Bellissimo, and other people have said it, that if somebody is doesn't want to be there, you're a person, they're a person. If they're disrespecting you and they're not being particularly nice, why be there? Just say, just say, listen, you're obviously not in the mood today or something's happened. Why don't we do this another time and just leave? Have, oh, self, have the respect for yourself. I yeah. have, yeah, I had one with Reese Evans, the Welsh actor, and I wish I'd walked out on yes. that and Kevin Spacey's as well. Really good advice. Do you know what I mean? Have a bit yeah. of a, yeah. And like, I, do it respectfully. Like you say, say, look, you're having a bad day. Like, don't just storm out. Just be respectful and then walk. Yeah, I agree. Same with clients for me in a different way. Yeah, really? you can just say, yeah, look, I, I don't think, you know, I'm not here to haggle or beg for things. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, there's a certain level of respect so in the world. I think that yeah. comes with time and experience as well, though, because yeah. you have a worth. You're like, no, I've worked long enough and hard enough. I know my value. I don't need to be... I lose my dignity in front of someone on camera for yeah, just for ju- camera, yeah. just for like don't need it. Bye. Yeah, absolutely, That's love it. <laughs> um, what is your travel space that you love the most? Where have you been to travel wise that you love the most? Ooh, I always think of our honeymoon. We went to Thailand, went around Thailand, and it was amazing because it was just because it, it was long as well. Like I said, it was nearly four weeks. And when do you go on holidays for four weeks except <laughs> possibly your honeymoon? Exactly. So that was what and it was amazing. I love the food, the culture, love the place, everything. People so lovely people. there, so lovely. So what would be one thing about you that people don't know that they'd be surprised to know? I love a bath. I spent in my bath. Did I say that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I yeah. spent in my bath because I always in a hotel. One of the things I always do when we go away, run a bath. And you know, hotel baths run really fast. They always have great water pressure. So, <laughs> so, so anyway, I always, always used to have baths in the away. Now I have them at home, and I love it. Got my freestanding curve. I'm just like, all oh. you need is Meryl right in there with you, the legs out. <laughs> Well, she was in the photo booth, but yeah, yeah she yeah, need yeah, Marilyn yeah, there. And yeah. um, what is the most challenging space you've ever been in? Challenging in what way? As in? Yeah, just challenging. What has been your challenging space that you've been in? Has it been a stage? Has it been TV? Has it been radio? Has there been a challenging Oof. moment space um, you were in? God. Probably, Hospital, maybe? Possibly expose, hey? Because oh, okay. in terms of career, because I did a reality TV show, Total Exposure, and won that to become a presenter on Expose. So I think it's a different expectation. It's a di- I kind of came into, it was an established program. Uh, do you know what I mean? With you as one of the people there, it's forever. So I had to. I felt like I kind of had to prove myself, figure out what this was, fit in. Just what do you know what I mean? I know you were also welcoming and made it easy in the end, but I definitely was like at the start going because every because people had voted for me as well to win that. Mm. So there's almost as well kind of people want me on this show. Why I don't know, but let's let's try and impress them or make them happy. So yeah, that was challenging. What's a habit, a bad habit that you'd like to break? Trying to fit, trying to fit things into my house that don't fit, as in seeing things that are amazing and going. That is the perfect, oh my God, I love it, I love it, I love it, I love it, I love it. And just getting it, I need to get this, and I'm better, a lot better at it now, but I need to get this filter that I just, almost like a swipe that I go, no, that doesn't work for your house, is it? You wish you had a Georgian house. I don't, I don't wish I had a Georgian house, but it would work in a Georgian yeah. house or something. But like you live in a modern. Well, maybe you could do projects. Maybe there's a show we, we can collab. Yeah. yeah, there's a show. Okay, Sean, if you weren't pursuing your current profession, what would you go with? Well, I've had many former lives. I know this is supposed to be one word, but... um. I probably would have stuck it. Songwriter. I did. I had a publishing deal once. I was a songwriter, and I loved that. I did. Former life. I worked in a bank in UCB, AIB, UCD, and I loved it. Bizarrely, I loved doing that. How much do you want? Um, For a while, that was early life. (laughs) 
<laughs> I want uh, a lot. Well, it was mainly yeah. broke students. I myself, <laughs> I guess. But uh, yeah, so, what would I do at this point, Lisa? I actually genuinely. I don't know. Design. You it's seem actually very something talented. To, do you know what? I'd yeah, love to do something like that. That's really good. Thank you for saving me on that. Genuinely, yeah. that's something I would love to do. But yeah, yeah. I, otherwise, I don't know because I've gone so far. Like I originally studied computer science, but I'd never go back to that because I just. I, I think it. interiors. You could jump into do some flips and stuff. Mm. We pl- collaborate. Yeah, definitely. I love that. There's a job there. Yeah. Um, and I think we're going to wrap up now. But what is your biggest accomplishment in your life? Ooh, well, I think it's probably my family. My Aww. husband and my daughter. Wow. And our house. Like we and didn't think we'd get to this part. And our dog Teddy, Jesus, she'll kill me. Our dog <laughs> Teddy. Um we didn't think we'd get to this. Genuinely we did not think when we were in the depths of we had this little apartment and it's worth half of what we paid for it. Do you know the kind of way in the big crash and all that? I didn't think I'd be here living in a house that we literally designed. Like it went, do you know what I mean? The house went from 65 square meters to 190 square meters. We now have loads of space. We have the dream. We live beside the sea. We have a gorgeous village beside us. We have a little dog that we love. It's just, I sometimes wake up and I just go, I don't know how we did it. I don't know how I got here, but I pinch myself and say, Jesus, thank you, lucky stars. Isn't he the loveliest? Oh, you are. Please stay. Sean, thank you so much thank for coming so on. Much thank for you so much. Thank you so much. Natasha got everything she needed to know about your build, I, I think. I did. And you're so, you seem so, ta- like you've given me tips <laughs> about your top, you know, things to keep or that you need the, the most important pieces. Yes. yes. No, definitely. So, That's really one to live tip. by. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much. And we'll see you soon. See you soon. Thank, thank you so you much so for having much. me. Thanks. For more on Sean and his show, The Juice, check out his Instagram at Sean Monsange. This episode was sponsored by Kachuna Lube Kitchens Ireland. Check out their latest collections at kachunalube.ie. And if you want to keep up with the latest from Space to Grow, make sure you hit that subscribe button wherever you get your podcasts. And if you can, leave us a rating or a review. Thanks for tuning in and we'll see you next time on Space to Grow.